Hey, welcome to the Sex, Self, and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Fatima, but you can call me Tima. This is a lifestyle podcast focused on sex, self, and relationships. This podcast will provide sex education, focusing especially on female pleasure. We will discuss self-development and how we can become the best versions of ourselves, all while exploring our relationships and how we can show up as our best for all of them. Welcome. Today in relationships, I want to go over how to get over a breakup. We have all been there. How to get over that tough, tough breakup. Yeah, I know the heart shattering breakup, the oh my God, it feels physical breakup. I could actually feel my heart breaking into pieces breakup. I want to give some tips today on how to get over that, how to heal yourself and mend yourself back to whole again. I'm going to go over five stages of the healing process and I'm going to give you some do's and don'ts throughout those stages. Let's get into it. First stage is ground zero. Y'all, ground zero is the denial stage. You just got hit with this news. You just found out you is single like two seconds ago. Ground zero is the stage where you've texted this dude Five million times and you still didn't get a response. Ground zero is the stage when you're crying on the four train on your way to work. Nobody's judging. Ground zero sucks. Reality as you know it is completely different now. And you are heartbroken because the person you had plans for the future with is no longer now in your life. And it sucks. So some do's and don'ts in ground zero. I'm going to start with the don'ts. Don't pull up. Do not pull up at his spot. Do not pull up just so you guys could talk in person so y'all could talk face to face. Don't do that. We all know what that means. Don't do it. Next, do not send another long paragraph. I'm going to let you slide with the first five paragraphs or whatever you send when you first initially hear about the breakup. I feel like it's okay to do a little crazy in the beginning because you just found out. You're allowed to get a little bit of crazy out. But do not keep sending long messages. Look at that first day, the first day you just got broken up with. That's the only day you're allowed to go out of pocket. Don't pull up, but you could send your feelings in a text message. It's fine. I feel like we all need to get that out. After that, you are not sending any more text messages. Next, do not, and I repeat, do not go buying gifts. Do not try to buy this person back, please. Don't purchase any any trips, don't purchase any gifts, don't get you know, his favorite food delivered to his house. Do not do that. Do not buy anything. Last but not least, do not call his friends. Do not try to call his sister that's you cool with because y'all started dating. Do not call his friends. Do not call his family. Do not try to get his family and friends involved with the breakup. Okay, so we're going to go to the do. Number one, and most importantly, do cry. I personally like to give myself two weeks to be just a sad puppy. Do what the hell I want and just feel my feelings. If you need to cry, cry. If it happens to come out in public, it is what it is. If you're at work, please excuse yourself and go to the bathroom, please. Like, don't try to hold it in. You're not proving nothing to nobody. You have to cry. That's part of the healing because you won't get over it unless you cry. For this two weeks, if you want to cry every day, every second, do it at reasonable places. You just don't want to be crying at the restaurant and things like that, but be reasonable about it, but get your cries in. It's important. Next, vent to your friends. Within this two weeks, I feel like friends should give you the leeway. They should understand your friends will get it. They should allow you to vent as much as you want. 
it, this is the stage where you're going to be talking about your ex all the freaking time. You guys are going to be like, oh, yeah, let's get some coffee. Yeah, he used to love coffee. This is the stage to do that. It's okay. But after the two weeks, we're not hearing it no more. You're going to have to chill now. Maybe now you can say it once in a while, but you can't do that every single time. So you get you get two weeks to cry, wallow, vent a friend. The next do is watch... <laughs> Okay, so this is a personal do for me. You need to have a breakup movie. You need to have a movie that just gets you in your feels. My go-to breakup movie is Sex and the City, the movie. Oh my God. When Big left her at the altar and then she bumped into him in the street, the limo scene, and she had the flowers. She said, I knew you would do this. I knew you would do this. Oh my God. That scene that scene have gotten me through so many breakups. Oh my God. Because that scene just allows you to feel your feelings. Like, oh my God, I love that scene. So find yourself a movie, your go-to movie that allows you to express your feelings and just get into your feeling. You just get real deep into that funk. Like, it's okay. You're allowed to do that within those two weeks. Next, get yourself some ice cream. Like, do I even have to say that? That's not even a real, like, do. Like, Eat what you want. Like, this is not the time to be dieting, to be worn. Eat whatever. Do what you want. Just just be lazy. This is, You're allowed to do that within those two weeks. Because you know why? Because you're out of commission. A heartbreak is just as bad as any physical pain. It's just as bad as, like, getting into a physical accident. You're out of commission for a few weeks. And I feel like it's important that we need to start paying attention to that. The next stage is it's real. Y'all, it's real. So in this stage, you probably just found out dude was trying to hit on your friend. You probably just saw that he left a heart emoji under the girl's pic that he told you not to worry about. So you know, dude is gone, gone. Like, he's gone. This is it. So at this age, some do's and don'ts. Do go to the gym. You need to get out the frustration. You need to get out the rage. And if the gym isn't exactly where you do that and you feel like you don't really get the rage you need to, I've learned some rage exercises from Instagram and TikTok. You could scream into a pillow and just let it all out or punch your bed and just let that rage out. You need to let that anger out because you don't want to just keep it in. You don't want to pretend you're not angry. You have to continue to feel your feelings through all of these stages. Don't. Do not hit them up. Do not hit them up. I told you, after the first initial long message, we're not hitting him up no more, okay? Do. Do go to therapy. Going back into letting your rage out and letting your anger out and feeling your feelings, a therapist assists you with that because you can't do it all by yourself. If you needed to take two weeks off just to really be in your funk and be in your space, that's fine. It's okay to take some time off. But after the two weeks, that's all I'm giving you. I'm giving you two weeks. After that, you have to go back to therapy, okay? Do not stalk his friend or his friend's friend or his mom's auntie or his mom's mom. Do not. We've all been there. We've all been down that hole. Do not do that. Which goes right back into the do. Do block him. You got to block this person. Block him. Block her. Block your ex. I know it's hard because you still want to keep tabs on them, but it's going to be easier for you. Choose you in this situation and block them. You don't need any updates. Last but not least for the do, do spend time with your friends and family. They probably going to be side eyeing you like, oh, now you want to come back to us. You ain't know us when blah, blah, blah. It don't matter. Go to your loved ones. You need to be around people that make you feel happy, that make you laugh. Like, you know, if you're around friends that bring joy to you, it's hard to be in funk all the time. You're going to receive some of that joy, you know? 
So be around people that bring happiness to you. Be around people that are happy. Be around your happy friends, your happy family. The next stage is climbing out of the hole. At this stage, you've been feeling shitty for a long time. You probably feel like, is this just how it's going to be forever? You're almost forgetting what happiness feels like because you're just so used to feeling broken. This is a tough stage. This is the hard part, I feel personally for me, because you've been feeling shitty for a long time. You've been feeling down and depressed for a while. So some do's and don'ts for this stage. Okay, so this first do most likely will be controversial, but I don't care. My personal opinion, that's what the point of this podcast is. This is all my personal opinion. For my personal opinion, the first do for this stage is get you some eye candy. You need to remember why you're the baddest bitch. You need to remind yourself because this is the stage where you can either stay sad and stay down or just remind yourself you're still going to be hurt. But you need to remind yourself that you are the baddest. So I think you need to get yourself some eye candy. This person cannot be anything serious. You can't plan for something serious with this person. If you're not the type that can handle casual intimacy, then don't you skip this part. This is not for you. But for those that can handle it and can control themselves, it doesn't necessarily have to go extremely to sex, but there's an in-between. Maybe you just go on a date with someone and while letting them know the space you're at and the time that you need to heal. Or maybe you just go out to a club and go dancing and dance with some hot people and some hot men, some hot women. Or maybe it's just, you know, going online and just swiping. You need to remind yourself that you're the baddest. Sometimes when we're in that funk, we almost forget the great things about who we are. And I think At this stage, the climbing out of the hole, the only way to climb out of the hole by forcing yourself to do things that you don't feel like doing, but will make you feel better, which is why I think you should get yourself some eye candy. And I'd advise you to refer back to how to shoot your shot episode. Go back there. Don't. Do not hit him up. Yeah, I know I said that in the last day. Do not hit him up. We're still not hitting him up. I told y'all. Ground zero, first night was the only time we was going to do hit-ups, okay? You already sent your long paragraph. There was no response. Do not hit them up. The next do is tap into your hobbies. Remember I mentioned having hobbies, the importance of having hobbies and how to be happy? You need this. You need things that feed your soul at this moment. You need things that just, that just brightens up your day. Tap into your hobbies. Don't. Do not pretend to be having fun on Instagram just so your ex could see. First of all, you should have had him blocked in the first place, so he shouldn't even be seeing your stories. In a case where you feel like you don't need to block him, do not make posts just for your ex. Do not do it. It's a waste of time because they don't care. And you're just stressing yourself out, stalking to see if they have actually opened it yet or if they're going to react to it. Do not make any posts for your ex. Live life for you. Focus on you because they're not going to notice anything regardless. Do have nightly orgasms. Yeah, I said it. Go back to how to be happy, sex, how to have an orgasm. Do have nightly orgasm. This is when your rose, your satisfier, or whatever it is, your toy, should be your best friend. I mean, they should have been your best friend while you were in a relationship anyways, but still, they should be even more of your best friend right now. You need the extra dose of happiness in all ways you can get it. So please, have your nightly orgasms. So that way, not only do you stay sane and don't react out of sexual needs 
and you actually make decisions based on how you truly feel, have your nightly orgasms, please. For my last do, this is a weird one because this was something that I used to believe in and worked for me, but I don't necessarily believe in anymore. But being that I did believe in it and it worked, I'm just going to share with you guys. The last one is do actively remind yourself that silence is the best revenge. Personally, for me in my healing journey, I seek no revenge for my exes because I now understand I needed all those experiences to get to where I am now. Now I'm more focused on empathy and having empathy towards them so I can heal and understand. Not all of them, but most of them. (laughs) I mean, I'm positive, but I ain't that positive. (laughs) The next stage is it is what it is. Y'all, we've been through the worst of it. At this stage, you're still brokenhearted. Like, that's, there's no doubt about it. You still miss your ex. There's no doubt about it. But you know it will get better. You can actually now start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know there's hope. You can now start to say their name without bursting out into tears. This is good. I'm going to go over the do's first because I only have one don't. Do take yourself out on a date. Take yourself out in general. It's so important to date yourself, love yourself, just love up on yourself. You're healing. You're in recovery. You have to love up on yourself. You you have to. You're taking care of yourself like this is a physical injury. So you have to continue to take yourself out. If you like to take yourself out in luxury dinners, then do that. If you like to, you know, a little bit cheaper than that, have a picnic for yourself or go on a walk regularly. Feed into you, which goes right into the next do. Feed your mind, body, and soul. So you can do that by journaling, meditating, by working out, feeding your body. Next, next, watch and listen to happy shit. People don't really notice how much of an impact the things we digest in regards to what we watch and listen to affect our mood. And I've said that before in How to Be Happy. But I really want you to remember that when you're going through a breakup. You already feel like shit. Why would you continue to watch other things that make you feel like shit? You are allowed to do that in ground zero. You're trying to feel better. You have to control the things that you watch and listen to, which means listen to happy music. Watch happy shows. Watch shows that make you laugh. This is not a time to just watch Dateline and Law and Order all day long because that show just focuses on the worst in people. Or this is not a time to start watching cheaters all day long because whether you notice it or not, it affects your mood and it affects your perspective on healing. So only watch happy shit, okay? Next, feel your feelings. This is repetitive. I know I said this in most of the stages. You have to continue to feel your feelings because that's the only way to get through those feelings. You can't run away from the feelings. You got to get close to it. So continue to see a therapist and feel your feelings. If you get a burst of anger, go through some rage exercises. If you get a burst of happiness, flow and enjoy the happiness while you have it. My last and only don't. Do not jump back into another relationship. I feel like this is the stage when people feel like, oh, I've already felt the worst of it. I've already felt the hurt. I'm ready to fix it quickly with the new relationship. Don't do that to yourself. Because you know what's going to happen? You're just going to experience the same things. You're just going, it's just going to be a cycle. You have to heal properly. You are not ready for a new relationship. So that's why I'm saying in the last step, you can't handle eye candy without trying to make that person a long-term relationship. Do not go there. Just stay away from men or women or whoever you are dating. Just stay away for some time. Which brings us to the last and final stage, y'all. Reflection. This is my favorite stage. 
this is the stage where you can either choose to heal or repeat the same damn shit all over again. The reflection stage is when you have the opportunity to put on your big girl panties and really do the hard work needed in order to learn from this experience so you can implement those changes and those lessons in your next relationship. So the first do, do reflect on the relationship. I want you to reflect on relationship to see where you were wrong. If at this stage, this reflection stage, you still believe that you did no wrong in this relationship, girl, you ain't ready yet. You are not ready yet. Because you know what's going to happen? You're going to meet the same type of person and you're going to go through the same exact problems because you haven't learned the lesson the universe had for you. All the people we date are just lessons so you can get to what you want to get to. So if at this stage, during your reflection, you still cannot pinpoint any places or any situations where you were wrong, you haven't learned the lesson that you need to learn yet. So I advise you consult your therapist and really start to seek what it is you can do to learn those lessons. Next, empathy. This goes right after learning your lessons because once you've learned lessons and you're able to understand things in the other person's perspective, it's easy to have empathy. It doesn't mean you are forgetting or it doesn't mean that they were right for the wrongs they did but you're able to understand why you love them regardless of that it also helps you with not hating yourself or being disappointed in yourself or putting yourself in that situation you could have empathy for someone and no longer want them in your life you could have empathy for someone and understand that they are not good for you the empathy you have for them is more for you it's more to heal your heart The next is forgive yourself. I think that goes right into empathy because when you could have empathy for them, like I said before, it's easier to forgive yourself for being in that situation. Because I know a lot of times, especially with the really tough breakups where, you know, you're embarrassed, you're hurt. A lot of times we're mad at ourselves because we put ourselves in that situation. We need to forgive ourselves in order to be able to heal. Next, trust. I feel like a lot of times when a lot of us go through breakups, we our first instinct is to put our guards up and to say, never, I will never experience that kind of pain again. You will never get me to experience that kind of pain again. And then we lose trust in everyone. We start walking around with our heart closed off and just lack of trust in everything. And personally to me, I think when you get to that point, you only attract things, and people that should not be trusted. You need to trust again. It doesn't mean blindly trust. Once you've learned your lesson and you've learned where you were wrong, you're not going to blindly trust because you know the red flags now that you will not be repeating later. So you will never blindly trust, but you need to trust because when you actually meet your person, your life partner, if you go in that situation with lack of trust and they always have to continuously prove to you, that that's just a recipe for disaster. So trust. The last do, the last do, and is my favorite, is using the lessons you've learned. Create your ideal person, your ideal life partner in your head. Try to create an imaginary person in your head that exists in your head of your life person, your life partner. Imagine their qualities. Imagine their love. Feel that love. Imagine their stature. You don't have to go too much into the physical, but if you do, go ahead and do it. Create that person in your head because if you don't even have that idea or that image in your head, how are you going to attract them, sis? 
how are you going to attract him? You have to have that image in your head so you know what you're looking for. So you attract that person. The universe will bring that person to you. But you also have to feel the feeling of love. You have to feel the feeling of what it'd be like to be with that kind of person. And I guarantee you, your person will come. Okay, so for the final don't, don't be self-deprecating. Don't use this bad experience, this hurtful experience, as a reason to be self-deprecating. You can use this experience as a lesson learned, or you can use this experience as a reason why you will be down forever. You have to make that choice. Please like, share, and most importantly, leave reviews to help the podcast grow. For more information on the resources used in this episode, please refer to the links in the bio. 